back, everybody. Uh, today we got something a little bit different for the pod. Uh, this is going to be a new segment that we're going to release every couple weeks. Uh, it's going to be our sit rep segment. Uh, and what kind of spurred this for me, uh, this will be probably on weekends, something shorter than the normal episodes. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's uh, September 6th. You know, it's the holiday weekend. Um, I'm hanging out. I've been trying to enjoy my weekend with my wife and my dog and uh, flipping through some, uh, you know, web pages. And this article comes up on NBCnews.com. Okay. And we shared it on the Facebook page because this is something that, that really just bugged me. And I know once something like this gets to me, I'm just going to end up talking about it anyways. So I thought this would be a great time for us to kick this segment off. Um, this article talks about uh, the young gentleman, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, who is currently facing charges for the shootings in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, whether it was self-defense or what rules were in, in violation. And that, honestly, I, I don't know enough about to really uh, make a, a, a strong argument one way or the other on. I'm sure as time goes on, the facts will uh, the facts will come out, right? They usually do. Um you know, we, we saw, we're seeing it and it's a good thing. We're seeing it come, uh, the facts come to light way sooner in all of these police involved, uh, shootings. Uh, I know here in Detroit, our police chief, uh, James Craig has done a wonderful job in my opinion. Uh, when there, there was a couple weeks back, a police involved shooting of a young black man, uh, within, within two hours, he had already made a, a media statement, released as much detail as he had available. And they were releasing body cam footage so that, you know, it could, you clearly show the the justification of, uh, you know, deadly force being used as one of the uh, suspects pulled a, a firearm from his pocket and actually opened fire and almost uh, shot an officer in the, in the face. Um, but getting back to the point here is that, you know, we're seeing faster and faster turnaround times in this information becoming... Uh, available to the the general masses and to the public. Uh, Obviously, Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the uh, incident with uh, Jacob Blake took place, where he was shot seven times by by law enforcement. Uh, Of course, that's led to the rioting and the civil unrest that we're seeing um, in Kenosha and the incident with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, And the facts came out after, you know, afterwards uh, that he did have a weapon. Uh, The police were did attempt to go through the escalation of force uh, using tasers and non-lethal alternatives to subdue Jacob Blake. And it, it was, it didn't work. Uh, Now, obviously that's all for the courts to work out. Uh, And I'm not, um, I'm not saying that the seven shots was uh, necessarily justified, but again, I wasn't there. I know it's very easy to, to, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, Monday morning quarterback these situations and say, well, oh, you didn't need to shoot him seven times. Well, uh, the, the question I always pose to people that ask me or people that bring this up in conversation is, um, you know, you shoot to not to wound, not to kill, you shoot to stop the threat. Okay. So in the heat of the moment and everything that's going on, I, I mean, I don't know, I, I've honestly, I've never been involved in a shooting, so I don't know how that, uh, is, uh, is going to, be, uh, you know, mentally what you're going to do, what you're going to process, how you're going to think, how you're going to feel. Um, sorry about that. You guys got the dog. He's down here hanging out with me too. Um, as I'm recording this today, 
uh, it's really easy to, to second guess every decision that's made, but we have all this information coming out, um, being released. We see, uh, after the fact, this information comes out in these incidents where it's not really police brutality. Um, it's just the general mass, uh, hysteria that goes with any time there's a police shooting now, you know, it's, uh, we always talk about guilty and or, uh, innocent until proven guilty. I'm sorry, right? That's part of our, our Miranda rights uh, here in America. Uh, however, now the script is sort of flipped on uh, law enforcement where they're instantly guilty until they're proven innocent. And then even then the court of public opinion, uh, so to speak, is uh, is still out on a lot of these individuals. And in a lot of cases, depending on how the community reacts, uh, I'm sure these officers and individuals have to move their families to different cities, different states. Um, it, it's just, it's, it, it's awful. Um, but looking, getting back to, you know, what really set me off today is this article on NBC News. And the, the headline reads, Kyle Rittenhouse and his militia defense ignores that private milit- paramilitaries are illegal. Um, and with a sub subtitle here it says a militia operates under the authority of the president or governor if it doesn't it's just an armed mob well not to get too far from the point here but isn't the armed mob kind of the issue right now right uh the 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 left-leaning media the mainstream media whatever you want to call it the liberal media wants to ignore you know all these uh so-called peaceful protests that uh, are ending in fire bombings and looting and the destruction of property and the loss of livelihood. You know, I, I read another article from Rolling Stone, um, and that's not totally true. I made it about three paragraphs in uh, where they said things like uh, the police in Kenosha, Wisconsin, shot an unarmed black man seven times in the back. False. He was not unarmed. Uh, as you walk down the streets, there are white snipers on top of businesses. They're not snipers. They're business owners protecting their businesses. Um, and if anybody you know listening has a problem with that statement, I, I welcome you to reach out to your friends and family that may have uh, had their own businesses and what they suffered through and went through to, to have a business. And in some instances, may have lost. Okay, I, I personally went through this with my family. Uh, a, a restaurant that my family owned was uh, destroyed as a... Uh, uh, a robbery turned arson, essentially. Um, so I've suffered through that. Um, and for the people sitting there yelling and screaming, well, that doesn't matter. You have insurance. You're going to be fine. Well, let me tell you that insurance is not, it's, there's no guarantees there. Okay. Cause you got to remember that insurance is a business too. Uh, so it's not just here, we'll rebuild everything. It'll be bright, shiny, new, and no problems. And it's not going to cost you anything. Um, in our instance, the reason that we didn't rebuild our family business was because the building that was this restaurant, uh, in the past had been a general store and then it was a granary before that. So it was a very old building. And with the, even with the insurance coverage, that would have been enough to level the building and start the construction, but it would have required a lot of, uh, business loan funds, uh, to restart and rebuild. And, uh, you know, my parents getting towards the, the their sixties, it just, it wasn't something there. They were able to look at and say, this makes sense, you know? So it is what it is. It was a tragic loss for the family. It's something that was with the family. We had, had a lot of great memories there. Um, so to those that say uh, that these armed, uh, to quote, you know, militia people, uh, you know, need to calm down and just let this all happen because there's insurance. You don't understand a damn thing about insurance. Um, you know, 
that's not how that's not how this works. Maybe you, you, that's how you think it works because it's a convenient argument. It's not how this works. Um, so reading this article, and it starts out, uh, and I'm reading it right off the website right now. Uh, this was published articles from September 5th, so yesterday, published by. Uh, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but you can look it up online. Legal team for 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse uh, has called him a member of the militia or a Minuteman, referring to the Patriot forces that fought the British at Lexington Concord in 1775. This terminology, although archaic, is common uh, in gun circles with more and more radicals acting as if the U.S. Constitution deputized them to form paramilitaries. Um I don't think it's radical to defend property, uh, livelihood to defend life and safety. That doesn't make you a radical. That's a term that's thrown around uh, to describe people who are conservative that don't align with the left ideology, in my experience anyways. When I've been called uh, you know, radical or told that my thoughts and feelings on what's going on are radical, it's typically by people that uh, are so far left um, you know, you can't even tell, uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. They're just, they align so far left with every single ideology. There's no other way to describe them than extreme left, extreme liberal. Um, but I don't think that makes you a radical. Uh, and I've talked about that in an episode in the past. Um, but it goes on to say in the case of Rittenhouse before he allegedly shot three protesters in Kenosha with an AR 15 type rifle on last Tuesday of August, he was reportedly patrolling the streets with members of the radical boogaloo boys militia uh i'm not really certain that the boogaloo boys is a actual militia it started for those of you that don't know as a joke on the internet people wearing hawaiian button-up shirts and stuff goofing around with uh plate carriers and body armor and stuff and the boogaloo was just a joke term uh that was used in circles to describe these riots and stuff popping off that was that's where that came from as it got larger, now the media got a hold of it, and now it's being spun around into something that it's really not. Uh, I, I really, it's hysterical to me, uh, having seen some of these memes in the last year or even two years or whatever, uh, and then now it's now it's a what it's a domestic terror organization allegedly. That's come on, please. Um, again, going on, uh, and they were not only. They're not the only ones brandishing long guns and strut, strutting about in defiance of a curfew amid the roiling protests following the police shooting of Jacob Blake. There's also the Kenosha Guard, a brand new creation by a local private investigator who claimed he didn't need the government's permission to command a militia. This isn't true, yet this lack of understanding of what a militia is under U.S. law and how it's supposed to operate is being exploited by private armed groups. It's critical that our local officials and law enforcement understand this because these groups court tragedy. Creating a militia is not the same as exercising your Second Amendment right to, say, arm yourself with a gun and protect your shop from looters. A militia operates under the authority of the president or a governor. If it doesn't, it's just an armed mob. And while it's likely that in their own minds, these private paramilitary members think that they're keeping the peace, what they are really doing is infecting protests with a greater potential for violence. A greater potential for violence, really. The protests where police officers are having bottles and bricks thrown at them, and there's Molotov cocktails and improvised explosives being used. Uh, I did watch the live feed of the quote-unquote peaceful protest that happened here in Detroit uh, several months back. Um, after the George Floyd incident took place, 
uh, and one protester shot another protester. That was not a police action. That was just protesters protesting, apparently, uh, apparently peacefully. Um, but no, these individuals uh, that are conservative-minded, uh, they're not out there spray-painting BLM on everything. They're the ones that are inciting the violence and inserting the violence in these situations. Yeah, right. Uh, and, it, and it has kind of a, a quote here. We need to step back from this militia nonsense. These private paramilitaries are illegal and should be treated as such by the authorities. And, and it's, it's just weird to me. Um, and you know what? You guys can email in prepared.mindset.podcast at Gmail or uh, direct message on Instagram, Facebook, if, if I'm just way off the mark on this. But the Second Amendment is the right to keep and bear arms, uh, right, and to uh, establish and maintain a well-regulated militia. Okay? It, it's there, and it was created as a safeguard for against tyranny in our country, right? When we when we separated ourselves from the British and became our own country, that was one of the things that the British did that we wanted to prevent from ever happening again. Okay, was the suppressive rule, the tyranny that they had over their subjects, right? So we have the Second Amendment to bear arms to fight back. So, isn't it kind of uh, I don't know uh, obvious that that's not how this is supposed to work? Oh, you have to, you know, be at the order of the government and the president. You, so as a militia that's protected by the Second Amendment, only if the president or government says it's okay, isn't that kind of a contradiction of ideals? Is it? Is it just me? Um, I just, I can't stand it. Uh, this is this is where the left media spreads this stuff around, and this is where people get these ideas that you know, oh, private paramilitaries. Okay, a group, I mean, I guess they could be pretty well organized. I, I admit I have not done research on uh, the Kenosha Guard or anything like this. Um, so I don't know how organized or funded they are, but I will say a lot of people are pretty sick of what's going on and they're scared to lose what they have. Uh, look at Minneapolis. It's going to take them a decade to come back from all the destruction they've had there. You know, how are people supposed to get back to normal lives, especially with, with COVID and everything going on? I think it's just uh, insane um, that that now all the people that are uh, apparently not liberally minded are, are being called radical, and uh, we have these articles coming out basically accusing people like us. If I assume you know, I say us as those listening right now, but like myself, that are uh, against this kind of behavior are, are radicals. Um, you know, I just. I, I struggle to deal with it. Um, and I, I try to have civil conversations with people. It just seems like no matter what you say, they have their minds made up. And, uh, it, this is the kind of message that is driven by the mainstream media. And it's the reason why we have, you know, the problems that we do right now, there's such a deep division in this country and it's all based around the media pushing these ideas. Uh, this isn't even accurate. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not, okay? Uh, the well-regulated militia, that whole thing for the Second Amendment was created so that the government did not become too powerful, right? We, we had a couple of wars about this, you know, uh, way back when the country was founded. I'm pretty sure we all learned about that in school, uh, you know, albeit they're trying to... Uh, they're trying to, you know, cut that kind of stuff out of schools and history now because uh, we shouldn't teach kids about, you know, the Revolutionary War and how this country that we all live in was founded. We should ignore all that because slavery happened. Uh, you know, 
some very wise individuals uh, have said and will continue to say, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. Honestly, we're heading down that road, man. Like, if you don't think the uh, the possibility of some sort of civil war is uh, a thing, you're wrong, and I don't know what you're paying attention to. Things are bad right now, man. Th- things are really bad. Uh, I don't know how else to put it. Uh, I don't feel com. I mean, I, I carry way more now than I ever did before, you know. And I always tried to, but if I left my my gun at home or something. I never really worried about it. Um, now, it, you know, I'm just genuinely concerned. Who knows what kind of a you know protest or roadblock or in, you know situation you're going to run into these days, all in the name of social justice. Again, and that's not denouncing that message. That's just saying there's a lot of people out there that are hiding behind that message, using that to try and justify this animalistic behavior um, that we're seeing on uh, on the news. Uh, and that's regardless or irregardless, whatever of your skin color or your ideology, you know, uh, these angry mobs screaming at people and, you know, all the violence and everything. It's not right. It's definitely not right. Uh, so I, like I said, you guys can check out this article on our Facebook page. Um, and you can, you can read the rest of it. Uh, I just, and it gets into, um, defining a, an organized militia or an unorganized militia back in 1903 and stuff. Um, they talk about, it basically just, I think that the irritates me is it's not accurate um, and it's inflammatory as it says things like, uh, you know, so does being part of an unorganized militia give you and your buddies the right to sling AR-15s across your chest, don camis, and patrol the streets of you know, cities uh, as the self-declared super patriot constitutional militia for liberty and tricorn hats. Okay, that's inflammatory and it's counterproductive. Uh, yes, we do have those rights because this is America. So yeah, you can sling an AR-15 and walk around with it. Open carry is illegal. Surprise, like you're not breaking any laws by open carrying. Are you going to draw some attention? Are the police probably going to stop and ask you what you're doing? Yeah, maybe. But is that illegal? Uh, should you be ashamed of that? No. I mean, would I do it? No. I, I honestly, I wouldn't. Uh, but again, it's not illegal. So articles like this by journalists uh, and, the, and the liberal media, uh, this is why people, you know, of the, uh, let's you know, call it the, of the prepared mindset get such a bad rap. Uh, and it's because the media wants to push this idea that it's insane that you should, that you should think and feel this way. And if you do feel like this is outrageous, that hey, that's okay. Just know that that's you know a, a big step in giving away your in, your individual rights and liberty. As soon as you start agreeing with things like this, that's that's where you know freedoms start to fall. Um, you guys make up your own mind on it. Uh, as things get get worse, uh, as things escalate and we get closer and closer to the election, I just sincerely hope that we never find ourselves in the position that we'll actually have to defend ourselves. Uh, anybody, I'm not talking about just me or my family or my friends or people in my city, anybody listening to this, uh, I hope it never comes to that. Uh, this never used to be a, a problem in this country. It's, we, we didn't have these issues until the last, uh, honestly, it was before president Trump got in. Uh, when the Black Lives Matter movement was founded is when this racial divide started, and that's really what is driving all of this. Uh, and unfortunately, our elected leaders are doing nothing to help. 
they are taking sides and things are getting more and more divided. Uh, and then all kinds of other issues that are unrelated, things like relief during COVID, uh, a second stimulus program, uh, you know, continued unemployment benefits, uh, fixing unemployment systems in general. I don't know how it is for any of you guys in other states, but like our unemployment system here in Michigan blows. And I know a lot of people have been impacted and not be able to get money and pay bills. We still don't have gyms open and stuff. Uh, we don't have movie theaters open uh, all in the name of COVID and you know, there's just, there's so much other stuff going on. And, uh, I feel like the division just keeps getting worse and then it becomes a political grandstanding, uh, affair, uh, between the two, the two major political parties and everyone's losing right now. Um, so that's it. You know, that that's my rant. Uh, I hope you check out the article. Uh, I hope you guys kind of chase this rabbit down the hole, so to speak, and do your own research and figure this out. Um, I'll certainly be watching the Rittenhouse uh, situation, uh, as I'm very interested to see how the laws will play out considering um, age and open carry uh, and things like that. Uh, I know the one, the one issue a lot of people are harping on is, oh, he wasn't from that city. Well, you know what? Uh, they released some, a a pretty decent statistic, uh, pointing out that, you know, a a greater majority of those arrested for those protests and riots were not from that city either. And some were from as far away as California. So I think there's a lot more to this that the layman doesn't, you know, necessarily want to admit to or, uh, or see. So take that for what you will. Uh, but this is, this is, uh, you know, we're going to keep doing this or I'm going to keep doing this, uh, you know, every, every couple of weeks we'll do a new sit rep and just talk about where we're at with things in the world. Uh, or if there's just something that sets me off and I want to talk about it because, uh, I can. So like I said, you guys check it out, do some research, please give us a like and a follow, uh, on Spotify, on Instagram, let your friends know, uh, what's going on and help us spread the message. You know, the more we get the numbers up, uh, we can start looking at maybe getting a sponsor uh, or certainly if you're a company out there or, you know, or a small operation looking to do a small sponsorship, uh, you know, we're definitely looking to grow where we can, as long as we can do it, uh, in a, in a good productive way. Uh, so that's prepared.mindset.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, our Instagram is prepared.mindset.pod. And then we have our Facebook page, you know, the Prepared Mindset Podcast. Check us out. You know, give us a share. Uh, have your friends follow. Get those numbers up, guys. Uh, until next time, be prepared. Be prepared.